We got comic books and comics news, comics insights and reviews, comics girls and comics dudes, sipping on some freshly brewed. Cause it's comics and coffee, coffee. starting your day out the nerdy way. Comics and coffee, comics and coffee, starting your day out the nerdy way. Welcome, everybody, to Comics and Coffee, <laughs> starting your day out the nerdy way. I am Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Nikki Alfaro. Good morning, guys. So we are back. We missed last week, but we are back for a very important week as uh, at 3 a.m. Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, Daredevil premiered on Netflix. And so Nikki and I are going to be talking this morning uh, mostly about the premiere and our impressions of the show. Um, if you're trying to avoid spoilers and stuff like that, don't worry, we're not going to get you know, deep into the plot points and stuff like that, but we wanted to give overall impressions and uh, let you know what we thought of this really highly anticipated show. Um, question is, Nikki, how many episodes did you get through this morning? I am six minutes into episode three. Wow, okay, you beat me. I am like, <laughs> I'm only like, I'm like 15 minutes into episode two right now. Um, I, was, I was considering starting the show like this, <laughs> Only for the video version of the show. I can do the whole show like this. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's let's jump. Well, first of all, actually, let's before we jump into Daredevil, how you doing, Nikki? I am pretty damn good. <laughs> um, today I'm actually starting working at the Silver Snail, so I'll be starting training. Congratulations! Um, thank you. It was kind of really cool. I kind of like I walked in and um, I know the owner pretty well. Um, and he's like, "Nikki, can I talk to you in the back?" I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> but I do." <laughs> um, and then he's just like, "One of our full timers quit. Um, would you be interested?" I'm like, I looked at him like, "You know, I work at a dollar store, right?" <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been pretty. Uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really great. Um, so you're going to work in there full-time? Yes. Um, cool. That's very cool. Mentally preparing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an update um, on our ongoing weekly um, what language will YouTube tweet out our comics and coffee link. Um, and this week it's Arabic. So... Actually, I don't know. There, there it is. There you go. Arabic. It's Arabic. I don't know why it would do that. Um, to reach it, out to our international fan base. They're yeah. going to be very disappointed, though, because we're not speaking in Arabic. <laughs> if, because now, you know, you, uh, Twitter will, Twitter can uh, translate uh, <laughs> tweets. This translates to, the webcast began. Um, that's what that translates to. So, uh yeah, so I, I don't know why it does that, but it's entertaining uh, nonetheless. <laughs> um, so we let, let's let's get down to it. Let's start talking about Daredevil. Um, we only have so much time on comics and coffee. Um, so Netflix and Marvel's Daredevil premiered, uh, like I said, mid, uh, midnight uh, at Pacific time and 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, and uh, stars Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, and uh, I'm a huge Daredevil fan. Um, 
the, the current run is one of my favorite books. I've had my favorite book out. And I've always kind of had a soft spot for the character um, over the years. Um, but, I, Nikki, I want to know, what do you think of, of this Netflix Daredevil series so far? I woke up at 10 to 6, um, and, like, the first thing I did was kind of, like, grab my glasses and then grab my iPad and, like, watch it while I was kind of half asleep. But I was so excited that, like, it was better than coffee. <laughs> so I like, as soon as it started, I was just, like, glued to the screen. Um, as per Netflix shows, like, I, I had no doubt that uh, it would have that Netflix um, addictive quality to it. Um, but yeah, from the very f opening scene, it had me. Uh, I was really impressed. Um, I, I'd like to say I didn't have high expectations because, um, well, the previous incarnation, um, <laughs> which I actually liked, but haven't really watched since I was a kid. So, like, I'm keeping that impression where it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't really have any expectations. Um, outside of it being Marvel and from Netflix. So it wasn't that I was surprised, but it kind of met those ex expectations I didn't expect to have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be vague. Yeah, no, I mean, we... It's really, really I, I, difficult. Yeah, I mean, we can get into, like, uh, you know, some stuff about, obviously, the the way the world is and, and and how it's laid out. I mean, for me, I'm an episode and a half in so far. Um, and I, I've really enjoyed it. I think that the the fight scenes have all been uh, very well done and I think have both showcased his skill and showcased that he's just beginning to be this character, be this hero, and he's not quite great at it yet. When he runs into a bunch of thugs, he can take them out relatively easily. Um, but when he runs into someone who has a little bit more skill, he has trouble with them still. Um, you know, he's still fighting really hand to hand. Uh, no, no clubs, no sticks, no whatever yet. Uh, and I think that showing him at that point, I think it, it is it showcases. I think what is so great about Matt and Daredevil as a character, in that. He's just trying to make things better. You know, that's all he's trying to do, and he's doing it really without enough, without not enough training, but without enough forethought, without the right gear. He just wants so badly to make a difference that he's risking himself and being a little stupid in order to in order to do that. And uh, that sort of like self-destructive um, good-naturedness, or uh, you know, or or whatever is 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 a hallmark of the character, and I I love that it's already there, like from really the opening shot of of the entire show. Um, I think it looks great. You know, I think that uh, Charlie Cox it has been really really good so far, and, and from what I've seen, and it, it's tough to act with no with your eyes not being a, a part of your kind of arsenal. You know, he, he can't really use his eyes to emote, and you have to get uh, from him those emotions just from sort of body language and, and tone of voice. And that can be really difficult, and I think he's doing a, a really excellent job so far. I mean, what do you think of uh, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock? Uh, it, 
he's great. Um, he he managed manages to be like this really dark character, but also pretty charming and sarcastic. And um, I think he just really captures what I know um, Daredevil to be. Like I don't know a lot, but from what I've seen, um, he just really captures it uh, well. Um, the whole show captures this the spirit of the comic um, too. I felt from like the fight scenes um, to um, Foggy. Um, it's just it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think what they do a great job of is uh, um, I, I you know I I love the fight scenes and I, but I think I like just as much the Matt as the lawyer stuff that they've done so far and the way he interacts with uh, both Foggy, um, played by Eldon, Eldon Henson, I believe is the actor's name, and Karen Page, played by Deborah Ann, Wa Deborah Ann Wall um, as well. And I, I, I've loved their scenes together. I love him chasing down um, you know, th th those clues and those leads as Matt as much as I love to see him fight as Daredevil, and you know, you mentioned that the previous movie before, and you know, I, I think that that movie is not great, but I think that movie gets more guff than it really deserves um, most of the time, a and for, primarily because, and I think it's going to come even to more sharp relief after the show, because a lot of what the show is doing, especially in its in its opening episodes, there is a lot of the same. Uh, themes and DNA being addressed in, in, in the beginnings. The dealing with religion, you know, the dealings with him learning to be Daredevil, the, you know, the, you know, um, the lawyering aspects as well, and I, I think that it's, look, it's, it's much better than, than that movie was. <laughs> it has much more fidelity, it has much more, um, it has none of the weird sidetracks so far that that movie had, of course, and uh, I, I think that Charlie Cox does a great job of bringing Matt Murdock uh, to the screen. You know, I mean, obviously, the thing is, like, if people are reading the comics right now, I mean, this, obviously, the, the, this has, you're going to recognize the people from something like the Mark Wade run of Daredevil if you're a comic book fan, but, um, you know, it, it's it's more, much more like the Bendis, Brubaker-ish, Miller Daredevil um, than it is the way Daredevil. Um, he's got much, uh, he's got a lot more problems than, than uh, you know, I think the, the, the way Daredevil does. Um, and it's funny, like, knowing the comics and stuff like this, like, um, every time I see uh, Karen Page uh, in the, in the, in the, on screen, my heart, like, breaks a little bit because I know <laughs> what happens to the character in the comics. Um, and I don't know if, I mean... It, there was a long history with her before anything ever happened to her, so I don't know what they're going to do in the in the show. I mean, that's not a spoiler at all for the show, because obviously I, I don't even know. Cause I'm I know nothing about Karen Page outside of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so. so I doubt that they'll do that in, in the show, but... Mm. But it was it's great to, um, to see that, because I always felt that with um, superhero solo comics, it there's a special reliance on the supporting cast. Um, 
and it's really important to have good chemistry to have them balance out the main character in ways um, and Foggy and Karen add this lightness in different ways um, for Matt's character and like you could see that in the first episode and it's important that they establish that in the first episode and they did it really really well absolutely I mean I think that one of the central the, set, uh, the, the central things to any good Daredevil story is the relationship between Matt and Foggy. I think it's an essential, essential aspect of the uh, of the show and and of uh, doing that character right. And immediately, you you know, like that first conversation they have, you know their relationship. You know, you know who Matt is, who Foggy is, how they interact with each other. You know what what they know about each other. You you can tell. It feels like they've been friends for a, a long time, and banter is important. <laughs> banter is very important. Yes, it's extremely important. Um, you know, I think you immediately like Foggy, and I, I think that. But I, what I like what they do, what they're doing with both, with all of the characters on the show, is that none of them are uh, one-dimensionally anything. You know, like Foggy is seems like a really nice guy and is funny. But there's like a little undercurrent of like he's like maybe a, not sleazy, but he's got a little bit like I, I, I don't know. There's there's something a little bit off about him, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I like that, you know, because that's what we people are. No one no one is one thing, right? No, you know, Foggy is a, is a great person, but he seems to have a little the bit offensive of trouble. jokes. <laughs> yeah, offensive jokes exactly, <laughs> which is totally fine. Like I like that about it. Matt obviously Matt is a good guy, but Matt. Obviously, has some self-destructive and some violent tendencies. You know, you see it right at the beginning of the sh the opening fight scene of the show, the way he kind of takes care of that last thug. You know, it yeah, shows you. It's it, pretty brutal. Very brutal, and I think that's something else that we probably should talk about as far as overall theme of the show. The show, if and I, they've said this already, but it is it is goes much farther than the Marvel movies go. You know, much farther than Agents of Shield you know goes like there is you can feel the dirt underneath the fingernails to, let's say the going on in the show what do you think about that brutality Nick? do you think it do you think it fits for uh, the tone of the show um it it absolutely does um you know we don't see a superhero we see a vigilante and we never we've never seen that difference made so clear in the marvel cinematic universe um, and it's so appropriate to have it here for a Netflix show, um, and to do it without, you know, gratuitous nudity or, you know, explicative language. Um, I don't want to say it's tastefully done, but that's about like the closest description I can, <laughs> I can have for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think I think I would agree with you. I mean, we haven't like, we haven't seen street level stuff in the in the Marvel universe as far as the the MCU goes. You know, we haven't seen uh, uh, really a, a purely... I mean, Matt has enhanced senses, of course, but he doesn't have super strength, you know. He's not even Captain America, right? Captain America is as close as we've seen to um, someone being kind of a normal human as the lead of something in, in, in one, of these, one of these stories. And um, I think that, you know, having to see him kind of get his hands dirty... And be street level um, is something that it's it's fresh and new, and I think that's one of the things I think is 
good for the future of all of this media that we're getting, right, is that um, Daredevil isn't the same as Captain America, isn't the same as Iron Man, isn't the same as Thor. He's got his own thing, he's got his own way of being, and they, they showcase that and they highlight that instead of trying to make him fit into all the other stuff. Uh, we have a question that kind of fits into that um, oh, cool. from at T-Dalek. Um, hi, Bobby. <laughs> I, I know her. Um, <laughs> how well do you think the show set up its involvement with the overall MCU? A nice nod, but not overpowering? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I liked how they, they, in the very first episode, uh, they link... Something what happened in New York at the end of the Avengers into what's happening at in, in Daredevil, and <clears throat> I like that. You know they've used it since the first Avengers movie in all of Phase Two. They've used like that like the Battle of New York uh, phrasing in almost all of the movies, right? To, to kind of show you that this takes place after that moment. Things have changed, uh, and it, it's meant different things in different places, right? I like that here they show you, again, a more street-level result of what's going to happen, and not, not the, you know, not the uh, people are scared result, the what happens when things get destroyed, they need to be rebuilt, and people will take advantage of that need for things to be rebuilt, and I liked that a lot. I liked that they, they showed and used that connection to the MCU in order to... Uh, further the plot of Daredevil. Um, what did you think, Nick, Nikki? I like... like the, the big problem with the MCU, as, as awesome as it is, is that it, there, there's a worry that it will get too convoluted and um, too... like, you, you can't watch one without watching the previous one or something else. Um, and Daredevil is that great little pocket where you don't have to watch anything like it just it references it but it's not it's not a huge part um and uh it's it's very much what marvel needs um if they're thinking about expanding and if they can keep on doing that um with their other netflix shows or with other properties um it'll mean good things uh for their future yeah absolutely i mean uh i think that uh, they're they're doing a good. They're, I think what you're going to eventually get, obviously, when these other shows come out, is you're going to have like this other self, not self-contained, but this kind of pocketed universe of shows that are part of the same world, but don't reference each other much more than they reference um, the overall stuff. Uh, you know, I, I think that I will be interested to see if there's any any hooks in Daredevil for. And I'm sure people already know this, or will know this in the next few hours, because they'll have watched and marathon the entire show. But <laughs> there's any hooks in this for the upcoming shows? You know, if we're gonna get a, mes a, me a mention of Jessica Jones or of Luke Cage, you know, uh, and how much those things are gonna tie in with each other? Uh, is there gonna be one of these shows that's kind of like the Captain America of the shows, which is the one that's kind of the the one that's kind of the pivot point and linchpin for the other ones, you know, uh, much like the Captain America movies have been like kind of like the this is what's happening in the Marvel Universe movies is what they especially what uh, Winter Soldier has been and that's what looks like what Civil War is going to be. So, you know, I don't know. 
I think it's really exciting, though, that uh, we're going to have these other group of people and potentially an, another group of established heroes to possibly use, you know, when they do Avengers Infinity War or whatever, are they going to pull in these characters? Is Daredevil and Luke Cage and the people are going to be brought in to fight in this sort of, you know, um, this sort of larger war with all the heroes and stuff like that? You know, will they be part of Civil War? We don't know. But... I love that Marvel is able to develop these characters and, and and have them become their own and come into their own and not have not have to wait, you know, 10 years to see a Daredevil movie because they already have everything already planned out, you know. So Daredevil only gets to be in a movie after all in phase 4 or whatever. Um I think that's great and uh I'm anxious to see the thing is I'm anxious to see how it all fits in, but I'm also just enjoying in being in the moment of watching the show because I think we, we all get too carried away with the with the what's next part of it and, uh, without enjoying like what's happening uh, right now um, but yeah uh, so let's see we have some other comments here um, uh, in, at an Infinity Watcher says watch the first three episodes love it love it love it fight scenes are amazing I'm hooked makes me want to read some Daredevil my only nitpick would be some weird editing and some shaky camera I could do without um, also, I just wanted to say that I love comics and coffee. The more TC, the better. Well, thank you very much, at Infinity yeah. Watcher. <laughs> um, uh, at Wicked House says, The Daredevil Marathon continues. Very well cast. Love how quick the origin was. Um, and that's something to talk about, too. I mean, what did you think about how they handled the origin, Nikki? I, I think it's going to be something that's ongoing, and it's, like, I don't mind it. Um, you know, um... What's his father's name? Jack? Jack, yeah. Yeah. Um, his character was really uh, really well cast and um, really affecting uh, emotionally. Um, so I've, yeah, I'm on the third episode now, and uh, he, he was really good um, so far in the flashback scenes we've seen. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to stick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I think Daredevil's origin is great, uh, but I think that, I think the way they're doing it, it, it is the better way to go about it. You know, I mean, uh, you know, if I had my druthers with all of this stuff, like, he would have started as just full-out Daredevil. You know, he would have had the red costume on already, and, and then we could have flashbacked even more to those other parts of his early career. Um, but I completely understand why in a television show you want to start early so that you can build a story, you can build the characters, you can show a journey throughout the episodes. Um, so I, I like the fact that they did very quick um, origin. He had chemicals in his eyes, he lost his sight. They haven't even really explained that he has ultra senses. You know, they're just... You, you have to kind of intonate it either because you, you know who Daredevil is or just by the fact that you can that they have those scenes where he's kind of um, perceiving what's happening. You know, they, they, they kind of uh, elevate the sound effects so that you're kind of hearing it the way Matt would hear it. Um, and I like that they've done that. I like that they're not harping on it and sticking with and, and, and drawing out the origin for too long. Um, I... You know, I, I'm wondering if they're going to do any sort of like Daredevil Vision thing, because uh, that always seems to be a big part of 
the comics and any kind of re- representation of the character. Is that something you'd want to see, Nikki, or do you like it better just kind of as stripped down as possible? I kind of like what they're doing now. Um, we've At least we've seen from the trailer that it will be looked at or addressed visually in some sort of way. Um, but I, I do like that stripped down um, way that they're telling the story. Like the narrative, it's not making it, it's not treating you like you're like it has to explain everything to you, um, especially going transitioning from episode to episode. Um, I don't know how far you're into the second, but uh, not uh, very far. Okay, but like just from the ending of the first episode to the second episode, it was uh, not what I expected, but it was very uh, nicely done. Um, and right, I call cool. that like that narrative where it doesn't give you everything, and you have to like you have to just connect it yourself. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and yeah, uh, for me, like the the my the biggest biggest thing that I'm excited for is that I really like the cast, and I really like the way they interact with each other, and you know, taking it outside of the fact that it's a property that I love. That's the stuff that I look for in a show, whether I'm gonna enjoy it or not. Um, and you know, just a little snippets of stuff. And these aren't these aren't spoilers, but you know, we barely we barely even encountered Vincent D'Onofrio yet as as Kingpin, and um, just in the second episode, you just meet uh, Rosario Dawson's character, and already there's like an, an uh, just from the very few minutes of that episode that I've seen, there's like a level of um, the show takes a different turn right away, and I, and I like that a lot. So um, I'm really looking forward to see the whole thing and where it goes. I'm hoping to finish it off by the end of the weekend. That's my hope. Um, Me too. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want anything spoiled for me before it's over. Um, you know, I, I, and it, it's a funny thing, right, because, like, it, like, like the other shows that we talk about on, you know, on Friday sometimes, we talk about iZombie, we're talking about Flash, we'll talk about Arrow, whatever it might be. My camera just totally blurred out for whatever reason. Um, uh, w- you check in, right? It's like, oh, what happened this week? And with Netflix shows and the way this goes, there's no checking in, right? Next week, it's like old news. Like, if you haven't watched Daredevil yet, like, we're, <laughs> it, you know, it's, you're, you're a normal human being, but in, in like, the news cycle of, of what's happening it's kind of like over with already, you know. Uh, so it's interesting way to deal with TV, and I'm I'm hoping just to like I'm, I mean tonight, my wife will go to bed before I will, and then I will just like stay up too late and watch a bunch of episodes of Daredevil. Like that's my okay, main like, plan. I'm 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 training today, but I'm also closing the store, and then I'm opening at the dollar store tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like watching whatever episodes I can before I have to leave this afternoon. Mm. <laughs> You gotta fit it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, I, 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 I really am enjoying it, and I do. I love Daredevil so much, and I'm so happy that it's that it's good. You know, uh, so far. Um, let's see. I think we have a couple other. Uh, uh, RZ Ochoa on Twitter says, "Been up since it went live on episode seven and in a haze, but it's worth it completely." <laughs> That's impressive. That is very impressive. <laughs> Oh, Bobby asked another question. Um, opinions on the red costume if you spoiled yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, yesterday they released a picture of the of the red costume. Um, I guess figuring that 
once it went live, there was no reason to hide it anymore because people could, oh, could just skip around and they could watch it and whatever, it was there. Uh, yeah, the red costume. Um, I think it looks like, I mean, obviously it's like half a shot of the costume. It's like head up. It's like, a, you know, kind of shoulders up. Uh, I, think the, I think the mask looks great. Um, I love that the horns are there. Um, I love the way the eyes look. Though Bob said it's look, it looked a little bit too blocky. But the the the, the mask or the yeah, like the the mask because I don't really see how you can get blocky like from just that half chest shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd have to see the whole thing. Right, right. Uh, but I think it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that. And it's also very different in motion than than I think. Well, seeing it in motion will be very different than seeing it just in a still shot. The way the way they did it. Um, you know, I the, I have small nitpicks about it. Um, one of which is that, like, I I get it. I, I kind of wish that the eyes were white. It's just a stupid thing. Like I just like, I I, I want to see like once in a comic book movie or or show that they actually just do the white eye thing that <laughs> is so prevalent in all comic books. But that's a stupid stupid nitpick. <laughs> The other one that's stupid to pick too is that that actually the, I like the mask, the kind of like shoulder area where kind of like the red meets the shoulders. There's like this like it looks like there's like like black and it looks kind of like almost like motorcycle like armor or something, you know, like very like arrow-ish look I think, or flash look to it at some point. But I just I would rather be one full piece. Like I don't I, I don't need like the as much as we've talked about this with like the new Batgirl stuff, like I don't need the like this is functional thing. Like it's just like, um, you know, he's a blind guy f- jumping on rooftops, so like I don't need to see where like the costume comes together on his shoulders, you know. Uh, but it might be practical for the actor though to be able to move that way. Totally, well. absolutely, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like it doesn't break it for me. I'm not saying like this is horrible. I can't understand <laughs> this. But if I, I was to look at a picture and ask to break it down. <laughs> um, that's my my only issue with it, you know. But I do like that the horns, like that was the biggest thing. Like I was worried that they weren't going to do like the horn aspect of it, because um, it's an easy thing to lose um, from a costume, and they kept it, and and so I'm happy with that. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing a minute, but it's just like right now, my my thing with Daredevil is like I'm always with the with the comics, and now with this, I'm always so much more invested. In who and Matt as the character, I just love Matt Murdock as a character. So when he gets in the costume, that's fine. But I already feel like I'm watching full-fledged Daredevil, even even with him in the black costume and, all, and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's the chunk of what we have to talk about. Uh, the big other oh, big thing that happened, and I, I'm, we'll talk about this a lot, I'm sure, on the main show. But Nikki, uh, I wanted to give you a chance to ring in on Convergence if you had a chance to check any of that out. I. I reviewed the first one for um, the Silver Snail this week, um, so I I I didn't mind it. Like I understood what it. I took it as what it was supposed to be. So um, to have it presented in a streamlined fashion, I got to see Injustice characters. I love that game, so it's uh, it was great to see them. Um, like I didn't find it too difficult to follow, which is another important part. If I'm like just tuning in, I didn't read the zero issue, so um, I was kind of worried that zero issue would have been the number one, but it wasn't. Um, but I was most excited to read all the all the 
mini stories. Um, so I read The Question, Justice League, Superman, Nightwing and Oracle, and Batgirl. Um, what did you and think I, of the tie-ins? I, I loved it. I am very nostalgic for the old DC universe. Um, and you could really, for a lot of them, you can really feel that history. And that's what I loved the most. Um, the art, not so much. It was very house style. Um, and to move from like all the artistic innovations that we've been getting now, going back that way was kind of like, yeah, mm, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Especially in Batgirl. Like, I love the story, but Stephanie Brown's hair, yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think my favorites were uh, Justice League, which was a surprise. Um, I really love Justice League. Um, the Question, Batgirl, and Nightwing and Oracle. Um, though the art in Superman was really well uh, well done. Yeah, I love the art in Superman. Lee Weeks is a great great artist. Um, and uh, yeah, I read a lot of the tie-ins. I think I, mean, I read the main book, and I read Batgirl, Nightwing, Oracle, The Question. Justice League, Superman, Speed Force, um, Batman and Robin. Read Speed Force. Is that worth? Like, I was thinking about checking it out. My issue, like here, my issue with with, I, I thought Convergence number one left me underwhelmed. Let, let's just say that. Like, I mean, I didn't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I thought there was some interesting aspects to it. And uh, th this other part will be very specific to people who read are reading like a ton of these tie-ins. But like, reading the first issue of all of these tie-ins. They all have like two pages in them that are two pages from the 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 number one book, where it's like the Telos, the 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 kind of villain of the story, being like, "You all have to fight each other." Like that, that's basically the breakdown of it. But it's like this long speech he has, and the different books use it in different ways. You know, um, Speed Force was good. Um, it was nice to have those characters back. Um, you know, having Wally and the twins back was really was really awesome. Um, uh, I agree with the same thing. The art is just like okay for me. You know, I loved the art in Superman, and I loved the art in the Question uh, as well. Um, but uh, the other ones, you know, I loved the story of Justice League, but I did not really like the art very much. Um, uh, it just didn't feel like it fit for me the the story that was being told. Um, so, you know, my advice to people, and you know, I read, I don't know, ten convergence books. It, I, I, it might have been more than that. I don't, I don't know, in the in the span of a night or like a night and a half, and that's too much in my opinion. Like, pick the ones you're really excited for and, and read those, um, and and see what you think. Uh, I mean, for me, honestly, the question was the standout for me. Um, I absolutely adored it. Uh, it's so nice to have that character back um, and written by the person who you know, brought her into existence as far as that incarnation of, of her. For, um, a for a lot of them, it was nice to see that history. Like You feel the weight of the history, but especially so for uh, the question. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So that was nice to see. Um, I like the way that they. Oh, I, I read Har Harley Quinn too. That oh, yeah, I read that one as well. Yeah, I read that one as well. I liked it. Um, but I think I liked. I didn't know how they were going to approach a lot of these, but approaching it through this whole um, 
beast in a cage for a year. Like it, it, it went to that mental place that I didn't expect them to go, uh, and that was that was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked that aspect of it. You know, my issue too was just like that, that thing I said, the speech, and like this idea that it's just like, okay, so you're gonna fight you. Like it's like you know, it's like a Street Fighter opening, you know, it's like character select Battle like, One. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie Brown versus, you know, uh Gorilla Grodd or whatever whatever, you know, it's like like that I that, that whole point of it and they, they focus a lot on like the the Flashpoint universe. Like it seems to be like the main like versus aspect of, of these original books and Saint so Telephone like, really wants to get rid of the Flashpoint universe. Yeah. <laughs> so I just felt like I was watching, you know, the same a lot of this, a lot, a lot of sameness going on throughout um, a lot of the books, um, which was my main issue with a lot of the tie-ins. But um, I like the Flashpoint universe, so I, it was cool, like to see like Thomas Wayne Batman, and I, I like like that, like the skinny like Superman guy or whatever, you know. I, I like that that stuff, and I love seeing like re- real Superman in like the red trunks, you know, and like. He's married to Lois, and they're having a baby, and, and all of that stuff. You know, I, I liked that 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 part of it quite quite a bit. Um, you know, I was really hoping, Nikki, when I read that Batgirl book, I was like, oh god, finally, like it's like Stephanie Brown, and it's got like pre fifty two Tim Drake. This is gonna be great. And then like, I feel like it's just like I'm reading that. I'm like, this is not really feeling like Tim Drake to me. Like the, it just didn't feel. Right to because me. it's supposed to be all about Batgirl, but you put in these characters and you just like he, he was just staring at her at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like, gosh, you're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was there was some weirdness there, you know, and it's like I just uh, I don't know. Like I, I was I had really high hopes for that one, and that one kind of let me down. You know, I was also hoping like, look, it doesn't have to be like silly. But I was hoping that, like, the Batgirl book would have some of that humor that the Brian Q. Miller stuff had. Sorry, what? The Cassandra scenes, like, with Stephanie, like, those were good. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it was paced very well. No. um, Because we're only getting two issues. Like, I'm kind of bitter about that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, so that 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 was I, I had nitpicks about them all. Like I I don't think that they're I don't think that I read anything that was bad. Um, just nothing that really like revved me up completely. Um, but we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. You know, we got a lot of issues um of of this stuff to go, and, and I want to see. I you know, honestly, like I I wasn't expecting a ton from Siege Force because like the team is just like okay in in my mind, like a good team but not a great team writing it and and, and drawing it, but uh, you know, I was hoping for more from it, uh, just because I love those characters so much, and uh, I had a long conversation with actually Justin and Rob um, from the site on Wednesday night, and we were talking about like the Mark Wade Flash stuff and the Jeff Johns Flash stuff, and like, um, you know, it, and it got me really excited to read it, and then it, it let me down a, l- a little bit because of that, I think, which is unfair, but uh, I did love having also Jesse Quick back in uh, Justice League book. I loved having the old Kara back um, mm. because I always thought she was really badass. <laughs> like yeah. she's she was basically fostered by the Trinity. So like, how could she not be badass? <laughs> yeah, totally, part? totally, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, I, I that I my biggest thing about this whole thing is like I love the idea 
of what they're doing. Yeah, you know, a lot I'm, of it is more nostalgia for me. Like I, I'm looking, I'm trying to look at these with an objective perspective because I have to write actual reviews on this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, they have a special place in my heart. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Blinding me. <laughs> I hope, you know, I hope that who knows what this means? Uh, you know, uh, that I hope that some of these characters and some of this stuff gets to kind of stay around after this all ends. You know, that some of these incarnations, some of these characters are back when we when we resume kind of the the regular DC universe. I can't in call it the new Fifty Two anymore. Like, like <laughs> in its own pocket, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like but I mean, we can't. It's not the new 52 anymore, right? They've said that. They said that story is going to trump continuity. So it seems like there'd be more freedom, you know, to do stuff. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to see what, what happens afterwards. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Convergence kicked off. I, I, we still have, I think, two months until Secret Wars hits, um, which, you know, they have very thing, similar things in common, but we'll see how uh, those things go as well. But uh, I think that's going to do it for Comics and Coffee this week. If you guys want to follow us, at Bobby Shortle, on Twitter at I am Asian Batgirl on Twitter um, at Talking Comics of course is 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 the site Twitter um, use hashtag Talking Java um, and uh, Nikki thank you so much for reviewing Daredevil with me thanks for having me of <laughs> hope you get to finish the the season before the internet spoils everything <laughs> oh I will make it happen don't you worry <laughs> um, and thank you to all of you for starting your day out the nerdy way with us. And we will see you next week. Cause it's comics and coffee. Comics and coffee. Starting your day out the nerdy way. Comics and coffee. Comics and coffee. Starting your day out the nerdy way.